All right. You got all kinds of things going on Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the adventure of your life. Or maybe not. That's your question. Do you know why? Either way, do you know why you're sitting where you're sitting? Uh, hey, what's up? It's Saturday. Saturday morning. How you doing this morning? I hope you're doing well. Hope you're rocking your world. I am. Woke up this morning and I said, you know, there's a part of me every once in a while I sit back and I go, you know, why do I do it? And right now this is just practice. Sorry if this is a burden for you. Apparently I haven't gotten either good enough at how I present the story or maybe the stuff I'm talking about just isn't that interesting. Either way, I'm going to keep rolling on it. You know why? Because eventually it's going to hit. Eventually I'm going to hit on some combination of either the things I say. Maybe it'll maybe it'll spin off when the book's done. I don't know when someone someone important actually says, "You know, I think this guy's right. We really we really kind of need to take a look at why we choose the lives we do." I mean, and and that's really that's really what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, think about it. My goal for me is to wake up every day excited and energized about the things I get to do. One of those things is because I suck at this. Let's face it. I'm not a great podcaster. I'm not because I don't have a million people following me. So why do I keep showing up? I keep showing up because of me. Because I figure, well, let's see, it's Saturday morning. I have about an hour here while Sandy gets ready for, for the day. I'll go ahead and throw down on a little bit of knowledge, if not if for no other reason, just to practice my my vocal presence. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's gotten a little more aggressive. I've gotten a little more relaxed about what I have to say. Why? I don't know. Why not? Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. Hey, let me ask you a question. Why does your life look like it does? Why is it okay for you to spend your entire life in debt? Why? That's a big question. When you can figure out why, the truth behind why you wake up at 5.30 in the morning all week long, you got up every day this week, went to work, grounded out. It, when you can figure out why your life isn't doesn't seem to be getting immensely better based on the amount of effort you put in, that's when you're going to be on track to figuring out how to live your best life. Let's talk about it. It ain't about me. It's all about you. All right, so you want to know what, what is the most ridiculous aspect of this this whole thing, the inability for people to actually embrace the ideas that I'm, I'm throwing out here. As it turns out, um, it's it's just it's so contrary. When I when I use terms and I start bashing on the American dream, I mean I'm telling you what people get pretty intense about that, right? Because when you throw America into anything, it's like you know your sense of of, of nationalism and your pride comes up. It's like how dare he talk about our way of life? I get that. I get that. There's nothing. I am. I love my country. I love America. I love everything we stand for. But we're not perfect, just like our kids. I mean, you can you can love the heck out of your kids, love everything about them, but they're still not perfect. And this this system that we've inherited is 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 it's fraught with flaws. It's it's not actually at face value. The people that are manipulating us are not actually doing it for our best interest. 
And it's only when we start asking ourselves questions like, why did I choose this? Why is it okay for me to be in debt for almost a half a million dollars at 36 or 40 years old? Why is it that I don't get to spend time fishing anymore? Why do I spend more time working than anything else in my life? Why did I give up all of those things I truly enjoy doing so I can model my life after everyone around me. And this is, this, is the, this is the point of contention, right? How dare I come at you and criticize your life? Truth says, I'm not criticizing your life. I don't give a damn what you do. I don't care what your life looks like. My point is, why did you choose that? I mean, there's, there's literally millions of opportunities and options in the world for how your life can look, where you set your life up, what you're able to do every day. My question is, how is it that we all manage to fall into the same trap? Do you know the answer? Most of us don't understand the answer. We, most of us don't even know where to look for an answer. Beyond that, most of us are so committed to this thing that we do We don't have time to actually take a minute and say, yeah, uh, man, I work hard. Uh, Yeah, man, I get up early. Damn. Man, I just want to kind of want to hang out, man. It never seems like I have enough money, right? Feels like you're running a marathon from the time you get up. Come on, think about today or Saturday, even Saturday. Got to sleep in. Can you imagine the highlight of your entire week is that you get to get a few extra hours sleep? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe <clears throat> maybe it's just that cool. I mean, I'm living it in a way. My life, my life isn't much different than yours, except for the fact that I don't have all the obligations that cause me to have to make choices that I don't want to make, right? You don't get up and go to work because you love work. You get up and go to work because you have all those bills on the counter. You don't get up on Saturday and do yard work because you love yard work. You get up on Saturday and do yard work because it's expected, I mean, you bought this property. You can't let the yard go to crap. You don't get up on Saturday and fix the leak under the sink because because you want to. It's because that's part of the obligations that come with the life you've chosen. The question you have to ask yourself, or the question I guess I'm suggesting, you don't have to ask yourself anything. You can continue to grind it out every day, dream of the opportunity to retire, or you can do something about it. You can kind of figure out, well, wait a minute, what is the value in this? And more than, more importantly than that, you could actually start taking a look at where you can draw more value from the effort you put in, right? You don't want to pay more for anything than you have to, and you're paying one hell of a price. And guess what? When you take a look at your life, you're not getting that much back. At least that's what I can see. Let me see if we can drag this out a little bit, and maybe I'll pull you around by your nose till you actually start sniffing around in your own life and realizing that, hey, wait a minute. I think he's right. All right, it's Saturday. What's it look like? Let's, let's break this down step by step. So you got up early or didn't, you um, you probably went out to dinner last night, Friday night, got to go out to dinner. That's, that's one of those benchmark highlights, one of those benefits of the life we choose, right? Depending on your focus, depending on, um, on your, your value system and what you have in place for yourself, you might, you might get to go, you probably got some chores to do. There's a few things you have to do around the house. 
And then if you're fortunate, you're going to have some time for yourself, some time to do those Saturday and Sunday things, those weekend things. If you're unfortunate, uh, like I was when I worked at the dealership, you're working Saturday. Not not just an eight-hour day, but a 12, 13-hour day, right? When you think of all the things you're going to do today, the question you have to ask yourself, or I would suggest you ask yourself, is how does it feel to do those things? How much energy are you drawn from that? How much do you value that experience? And when you take a look at what you get for the week-long work you put in or the lifetime of work you put in, that's that value, obligation value equation that we seem to overlook. Sure, the big house and the fancy cars are, are valuable to you. They're valuable to everyone. The question we need to ask ourselves is, why do we value these items so much? Is it because they actually add so much energy and excitement to our life, kind of like when we go snowboarding? And, and this is where the entire world seems to just like, you can't, you can't live life that way. And I say, bullshit, you can live life that way. But in order for you to do it, you've got to have a plan that allows you to live life from that perspective. I often use the, the liver analogy, right? And think about this. Life's a menu, right? You walk up to that menu of life and you have a choice between prime rib and liver, filet mignon and liver, right? Whatever, whatever you want to throw out there on the table. Are you going to choose liver? And the answer is no. Why? Because you value prime rib. You like prime rib more than you do liver. Yuck. Who would do that? Now, keep that same scenario in mind. Now, let's talk about your, your life, your choices in life. You have this choice. You're young. You're 18 years old. You, you, you mountain bike. You hike. You work out. You've got, you play football at the park. Your whole entire life is centers around things that inspire and energize you. And now, as you grow older, you get married, and guess what you do? The first thing you do is you go in debt for a big house. And it pushes your finances to the brink, right? Your, let's see, your, your, your house payment takes up 40% of your income. It's okay for you to make that choice if you love that house, if you gain value, if you uh, uh, love the flavor of all that comes with owning that big house. Then it may very well be worth the $1,800, $2,000 a month that you put into it because it's really exciting. You wake up energized. You love to work on the house. You love to fix things. You love the American dream. You're, you're a lifelong subscriber to the Better Homes and Gardens channel. You know, you just love all that house hunter stuff. Then that's a good fit. Then you're drawing value. But it all comes down to how it feels, how energized you feel when you wake up. The reason I live in a fifth wheel is because there wasn't any energy coming from all of the choices I had made. And I had the American dream. I had a 3,000 square foot house, acre and a quarter, irrigation water, garages loaded with all kinds of stuff to make my life better. And yet, guess what I was doing? I was doing the same thing you do most weekends. And that is you wake up on your day off and you have a long list of things you have to do. The question is, why do you choose that type of a life? 
you do realize there's a guy that wakes up on Saturday just like you. He woke up on Saturday and he couldn't sleep real well because the wind was blowing and the boat was kind of rocking a little bit. And like you, he has obligations. He has to work on finishes or he has to polish the brass or whatever you do on a sailboat, right? But what does he get for that effort versus what you get for the amount of effort you put in? He might be working 40 hours a week. Who knows? But at the end of the day, he comes home. He's not raking leaves. He's fishing. He's snorkeling. He's sitting out on the deck drinking an umbrella drink, watching the sun go down. The reason he's where he is and the reason you're where you're at is because he understands completely why he's chosen the things he's chosen. And it comes down to the value we harvest, the energy we harvest from our choices. I'm not against the American dream. I'm not. I just think that the American dream, the model we've been given, needs to be modified a little bit so that it fits who we are and what we love to do. I mentioned in my book about Jimmy Catfish. Jimmy Catfish is a guy who owns a big-ass boat, spends all, spend all his money on this boat, and he lives in a little-ass little shack on a gravel lot. Just enough room for all his stuff, a place to sleep, a place to eat. Kind of like me and Sandy going from that big 3,000-square-foot house and moving into this RV, right? The reason Jimmy Catfish has a little house and a big boat is because Jimmy Catfish knows himself well enough. He knows the why. He understands why he wakes up every day. And the reason he wakes up and works hard every day is because his passion is fishing. His passion is to get out on the water with that boat, spend as much time as he can on that boat, embrace every part of that life. He knows why he doesn't need a big fancy house. It's because if he has a big fancy house, it consumes resources, that is time, money, and energy engaged in activities that don't give him the peak level of value that he desires. Face it, even as you sit here and listen to this, think about all the things you would prefer to be doing than what you're going to do today. If I offered you a free trip to the Bahamas for two weeks, you'd take it in a heartbeat. Why? Because you know it's more energizing, more exciting than where you are right now. The question is, so why don't we make that choice? Because we truly don't understand why we're making the choices we're making. And, and beyond that, we don't understand where to even start when we change that. Let's say you do want to live in the Bahamas. Let's just say you do want to venture out, maybe go to Europe and New Zealand and, and kind of escape some of the debt that you're living in right now. Have more money, more free time, and, and most importantly, more energy. How would you affect that kind of change? But starts with figuring out why. And once you figure out why, you'll figure out how. But let me help you with it. All right, let's just pretend for a second that you're crazy like me. And you're looking at your life and you're going, you know, this is okay, but it really isn't worth what I'm putting in for it. You got you and your partner, you're both working, you work eight, 10 hours a day, you come home, there's not t time or energy for too much else. And you've decided, you know what, I don't exactly know why we chose this given all the options. How would you start? How do you start understanding the why? 
Why would you want to spend time in Florida on the beach? Why would you want to own a boat or change your life in a way to where you get to spend all of your time or at least more of your time doing what you love to do? The answer is energy. It's excitement. It's having the energy to wake up in the morning and the eagerness to learn and broaden your horizons, to learn and do things you haven't done. The reality is this. If, you, if someone tells you something long enough, you're going to believe it. Truth is lost in our society as of today. If you don't witness it firsthand, it's probably not, there's probably no way for you to verify one way or the other any tidbit of information that's available other than the fact that you can look up and see the sky is blue, right? Well, we've been given this idea that this whole thing that they keep selling to us through our cell phones and every, everything that we see and even the people around us. It's hard to step away from the idea that, well, this has to be a good job, I mean, a good choice, because it's everybody's doing it, everybody's involved in it, right? That's the reason Sandy and I kind of got some pushback. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe you're actually going to sell your house. Where are you going to live? We're going to live in a fifth wheel. Oh my God, they live in a trailer. They must have, you know, they must have spent all their money, right? No, it was because we figured out why. I'm out there mowing a lawn, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this? I don't enjoy it. I've never enjoyed it. I don't, I don't like cleaning a shop. I would rather be out fishing. I'd rather be having time to do creative stuff like a podcast or my artwork or photography. I mean, there are just so many things that I was enjoying more than the mundane tasks and obligations that came from this choice that I made. And the reason I made that choice is because I didn't have any other reference to look at. I didn't have any point of reference. There was no one living around me that said, hey, you should live in an RV and travel around the country. You could spend the sunrise on Cadillac Mountain. You could go to Yuma, Arizona and go into Mexico and experience a different culture. You could, I mean, it's limitless. But we become like the people we are around. We become a product of the information we take in and the information we continue to get told and we keep teaching our kids is, man, we are happy. I mean, we're rocking our life, right? But is that really the truth? Is that really what you see when you walk outside the safety zone of your little of your little house and your life and you go out into the world? You're not you're not seeing a bunch of people smiling and happy about the things we get to do. You see anger and frustration and irritation and inconsideration and and disinterest and obsession and just so many things in our society right now that are telling us, hey, wait, what we're doing is not that much fun. What we're doing, these choices we continue to make are not, in fact, making our lives better. Control the mind, control the body. That's the ticket right there. When they control, if whoever controls your mind, whoever controls your thoughts, controls you. This is where we got to be careful about the information we take in. Think about how much information you take in on any given day. And I'm not just talking about surfing the internet. I'm talking about ads flashing in front of you with beautiful people driving beautiful cars and beautiful lives and amazing things and, 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 and creating this energy within us that makes us want to be a part of somebody else's success. That's a great one there. I know people who live their life to be the super fan, right? 
They're over there. They got the clothes and they got money invested and they buy season tickets. And and there is a there is a benefit to that. That is definitely what we're talking about when I'm talking about living the life that you should be living, right? Making choices, understanding why you want to be that super fan. But there's a key element of that that we keep overlooking, and that is that go ahead and be the rock star Superman, super fan that you want to be. Go ahead and be Jimmy Catfish with the big boat and then the, the little house. But a key indicator of whether or not you're on track is if, if you're that super fan and you're, you're obsessed like me, I'm kind of obsessed with the podcast and doing what I do and the RV life. That's not an excuse for allowing the things within your life to deteriorate because of your obsession. If, there, if your house is a mess and in disarray and you don't seem to have time to, to keep it in order, and then you're out being a superstar Trump supporter, superstar Biden supporter, whatever your thing is, you're falling down on the job. Because if you're not prepared and have the energy to take care of the assets that you have in your life, then you have to ask yourself, why? Why would you spend your good, hard-earned money on a house or a vehicle or anything with the idea of making you happy and giving you access to more of the things in your life? And then you ignore that and actually step away from that for distractions that keep you from keeping that aspect of your life at top performance. That's a key indicator of where you're at. If you're not handling your business in every aspect of it, if, you're, if your ship isn't tight, right? There's some things I need to do on the RV, but I guarantee you, as soon as something happens, as soon as Sandy says, hey, honey, this is doing this, all right, I'm on it. You know why? Because this house represents a launch pad. It allows me to live my life. It allows me access to things like walking around in Grand Junction or doing a podcast, or writing a book or exploring Utah or anything that inspires me. You got to know Why? You have to know why you've made the choices you make. And more than that, you have to have a way for you to evaluate whether you're even getting close to where you want to be with that. Because I guarantee there isn't anything on your phone that's going to tell you that. Stick around. I think the most difficult aspect of this whole conversation is that it's really hard to be honest with ourselves. It really is. I mean, let's face it. We think about the things that we love. If you, if you look at your life, no matter how you truly feel about it, or no matter the, the true amount of value that you derive from it, it's, it's a lot easier for us to be where we are than where we want to be. Let's face it. Just, to, just imagine for a second that you did have the idea that you really just didn't like living in Colorado anymore or wherever you're at, right? It's too cold or whatever. Think about the amount of work and effort it takes for you to actually start affecting change in your life. And there's a reason for that. Uh, and it's twofold. Number one, if you think about how you feel when you go through your entire week, it's Saturday morning, here you are hanging out, drinking your coffee, listening to this lame ass podcast, right? You listen to me talk. You're not feeling energized. You're not like, oh man, I got, I wish you'd hurry up and get done. Why do you make this thing 25 minutes long? I got things to do. I want to go get some stuff done, right? You're not, that's not, that's not typically how we feel when we wake up on any given day. And that's because most of the activities that we have in our life do not inspire or generate that kind of energy. 
You're not energized. So when I come along and I say, hey, why don't you change something about your life? Of course, you're gonna, the first thing you say is, well, there's nothing wrong with my life. Why? Because even if you were to admit that you're not exactly having the friggin' rockin' good time that they told you it would be, you don't have an ounce of extra energy to say, oh, hey, honey, guess what? I'm going to start studying at night because I want to improve my employment. Hey, guess what? I'm going to start giving up two hours a day and spend 100 bucks a week because there's this thing that I've decided to start doing to energize my life. You know what the good news is? If you, know, if you want to figure out why you make the choices you do, all it takes is a little, spend a little time with yourself. And I keep, this is, this is the backbone of, of success. This is the backbone of living your best life, right? The reason you're not playing golf is because you stepped away from golf, even though you love it, long enough to forget how much you love playing golf. The reason you don't go mountain biking and hiking or working out anymore is because the life that you're currently living has pushed those items so far out, those those sources of energy so far out that you're not even getting it anymore. And even, let's just say, even, even when you do squeeze it in on occasion, you don't have the connection to it to make you want to have that as a regular part of your life. How do you change that? best way to change it is spend time asking yourself why why do you get up at 5 30 in the morning why do you work so hard why do you work where you do and the question or the answer that you're looking for is the value the benefit that it adds to your life this thing i worked in a federal prison for 23 and a half years how did it make my life better the income was phenomenal the work hours were phenomenal. It gave me access to all kinds of things that I wouldn't otherwise have had access to. The only unfortunate thing about it was at the time, for the majority of that time, I didn't understand what I'm telling you. So I was living my life just like you were. But when I figured it out, when I figured it out, it's not what you own. It's the experiences that that those things you own give you access to in life. That's what matters. You know, I might just be off base. I, I I don't think so, though, because I'm looking around and I see it, right? People live in amazing lives. They wake up inspired. And that's that's a ticket. You look at anybody who's been immensely successful in their life, seem to be unstoppable, just keep pushing forward. And And what's unique about that is they're pushing forward in directions that most people would never consider. When I started this podcast, this was just a challenge for me to see if I could help people improve their lives and the and the the problem that i've had is that the idea that i have cooking in my head and i can't seem to get away from isn't an idea that's readily accepted by most people you certainly don't want to think for a minute that that there's a better life than the one you're living because let's face it if you're sitting there at the coffee table right now drinking your coffee thinking so what he's saying is i could actually wake up debt free living on the beach, whether I'm renting or buying, hanging out. Yes, I might still have to work, but when I get done working, I get to play. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is it on, is it continual? No. No, Sandy and I don't play every day. I have an agenda. I'm working on a book. I do a podcast. We're getting ready to go out today. Well, our average day includes like two hours at the gym, Monday through Friday, right? 
gotten into this habit where we go to the gym. We have a, a membership to Mesa Fitness in Grand Junction. We go to the gym. Sandy does two classes back to back. So I'm out there just being a badass doing push-ups and pull-ups and working out and running and doing all that crap I do. And the, the issue is, is why I do it is because I have this vision in my head of living a long life. I want to be old when I die. And I don't want to just, I don't want to just be shuffling around trying to get from point A to point B with someone else taking care of me. I want to actually be rocking it in the gym and just fall over dead with a heart attack. 97-year-old man found dead flipped off the treadmill right gotta have a vision for where your life's going because that's the motivation it starts by thinking about you know what would be cool be cool to get up every saturday and mountain bike be cool go hiking with my wife or my partner get it would be cool to actually have a conversation about some about doing some stuff we used to love to do but we don't do or maybe some stuff we we dream of doing but we just haven't figured out how to get it done Imagine how much better it would be, even if it's not going to happen. Let's just pretend it's all just daydreams, right? You're, you're talking with your partner like, you know what would be cool is if we could play disc golf like three nights a week or, or we could pack a, a picnic lunch and we can go hang out at the lake or go to the park or, you know, it's, that's where you have to get connected with you. I have my own ideas about what I'm doing. I, I guarantee you there's not too many people listening to this that are going, man, I really want to do a podcast and put my lame-ass ideas out there. But when I left the federal prison, I spent all that time helping people. And I woke up and I said, why not give it to the world? Why not do the same thing? Although I'm not nearly successful because, to be honest with you, you're too distracted to have time to sit back and try and figure out where you should be or to find out the answers to why you make the choices you make. And the good news is I'm not going anywhere. So, hey, listen, I hope this helps. I hope you I hope you get an idea of what I'm trying to say here. I know it's this, it's this grind, right? But that's, that's life. And change doesn't always come easy. It's not an easy thing to step away from what we've been taught to believe for an idea that we've never actually been able to experience. Create an image in your mind about what would be great in your life, how you could improve the energy levels of your life, how you could actually increase your energy levels and excitement and be inspired by the things you do. Just create that image. It doesn't matter whether you do anything or not. That's why we wake up every day and we work hard so we can live the best life possible. When you figure out why you do what you do, you'll have a better picture of why or what you need to do to add more energy to your life. I hope you'll continue to show up. I'm going to, you know what? Because it's it just it it maybe it can't get any worse. Maybe I've hit the bottom and now it's just going to go and keep getting better. I hope so. Till next time, my name's Chris Hawkes and this is your best life defined.